spider can. Spins a web any size. Catches seeds just like flies. Look out! Here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there! Welcome to Alphabet Fly, it's like a Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with the guests and we talk about all the characters we know and love and how far gone as well. My name is Jesse Cooper and with me today is Rob London. Hello. Some would say he is spectacular. Some would say he's amazing. Some would say he's the web of. (laughs) (laughs) Astonishing. Uh, adjectiveless. Adjectiveless. Uh, we're talking about Spider-Man! Oh, that's right. We are the... entering the Spider-Verse. Yes, speaking of, I want to talk about that movie. It's so good. It's so good. So good. Even the person who I know who hates Miles was just like, this is a Miles I like. Yeah, I've always thought that Miles was a great concept in search of a great story, and then he got to within, like, weeks of each other, because he's in this movie, and also the new uh, Miles Morales Spider-Man ongoing by Saladin Ahmed is really good. Yes, they do a really good recontextualizing. Yes. Like, half the half the book is more like, you know, this is Miles. Yeah. And they're presenting him without the baggage and everything. Like, they're doing a good restart for him. Yes. Which I think was kind of needed, because, like... I like Miles, don't get me wrong. But yeah, he I feel like he was a great character in the in search for a good story. Yeah, and I think he's just sort of sort of been very bland. Yeah, even in like even in like The Champions, which I think is like a fairly decent book. Yeah. Like he was never he was never the breakout. No, but I mean I think part of that is because, you know, you in in a team book you don't want to be the guy you don't want the guy with his own book to be your breakout because it could conflict with whatever whoever's writing his solo book is doing yeah but but then you but then you have x-men where like wolverine was the main character for like a million different books this is true (laughs) so like but uh i don't count x-men as made marvel continuity yeah it's just it's by by itself the x-men are weird x-men are weird you already know my feelings about it everyone (laughs) if you listen to more than one episode so, we're not talking about X-Men, who Spider-Man has taught a team of, and the Spider-Man and the X-Men. That's a fun book. Fun book. You have that famous cover where Stegron is like, you can cure cancer. It's like, I want to cure cancer. I want to turn people into dinosaurs. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, so, Spider-Man. That's um, right. So, Peter Parker. By the way, we're talking about the main Spider-Man, not one of the millions of other ones. That's right. Peter Parker, the spectacular Spider-Man. We're not talking about the one who Marvel really wanted to be the actual Spider-Man, Ben Riley. Yeah. Then, yeah. Remember the Clone, Clone Saga, everyone? Three years? Three years of comics that oh, that were real bad? I mean, that that is how I got into comics. <sighs> I don't know. And I, re- per- I, I retain a great deal of undeserved fondness for it. It does not deserve a lot. I really it like three, it, though. It was three years of, like, don't get me wrong. I like some real crap comics. <laughs> but, like, it, it hit me. Like, I was reading it when I was reading a lot of good stuff the first time I read it. 
So man, just think about all those mystery men in trench coats and uh, or spider side, spider side, shocking <laughs> reveals. Yeah, where they're just sleeveless like, hoodies. Remember when like they found like the the skeleton of like the original like Peter Parker? That's right. In the in, in like a in like a factory. Well, it was specifically the same smokestack where Peter dumped what he believed was the body of the original clone back in uh, the original Clone Saga in the seventies. Oh, what was the seventies Clone Saga? Well, that was when the first clone. Uh, that was when the Jackal first appeared, and Ooh. first, like, a, a mysterious Gwen, uh, Gwen Stacy appeared, and then oh. it turned out she was a clone, and then a Spider-Man appeared, and it was all the doing of Peter's uh, weirdo college professor, Miles Warren, alias the Jackal. Okay. So this I... is, like, this is right ar- around, like, Spider-Man 120 to 150, all, all written by Jerry Conway. So, um, so yeah, I have the my my friendly Canadian spider dude here, and I figure like let's talk about just some of the weirder stories because I feel like people have a pretty good grasp on you know the origin and like you know at least some of his main villains, um, but like Spider Man has a long storied past where I think a lot of people just don't people just like don't talk about some of the in between stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so first, but first, before we get to some of that stuff, I just want to talk about some of my favorite things that happens all the time in Spider-Man books. And and you could also talk about some of the stuff. But one of the things that I love so much, it gives me so much joy, is seeing Spider-Man in his Spider-Man costume doing normal stuff. Yes. Like, just sitting, like, I love it when he's, like, hanging upside down and eating, like, a bagel with his mask pulled up and stuff. Or, like, him just, like, on the, or him just, like, wearing a backpack while, like, just, like, swinging around. And that, and that's what, that's what I love about Spider-Man. Like, you, can you envision Batman eating a hot dog as Batman? Yeah, and, like... And it's in between all this tragedy, but, like, he manages to, like, bring levity <laughs> to it. In and fact, like, the, the last issue of um, Chip Zdarsky's run on Spectacular Spider-Man sort of centers around that. It's written and drawn by Zdarsky, and it's uh, really good. Uh, Peter Parker, The Spectacular Spider-Man 310. I strongly recommend it. It's really good. Uh, the two issues before then, I think it was 8 and 9. Is that the, was the, the Sandman? Yes, with uh, Chris Bacciolo. That was yeah, good. It was super good. I really liked it. The Sandman. I talked about the Sandman episode. I mean, the Sandman story before. On the mm. Sandman episode, actually. But it's super good for a read the, spec, uh, read the Peter Parker Spectacular Spider-Man. Mm. It is super good. Like, Chip Sodarsky is a great artist and writer, and I like he's so good. Mm. So... Um, yeah, but, like, I just, I don't know. I just love seeing him just, like, I love just seeing him, like, eating something. Yes. I don't know why. It's just so super good. Just him on a high building just eating something. It's just, like, mm, good. Good old Peter Parker. Also, the thing I also, like, really like as well in the Into the Spider-Verse movie is a 616 uh, Peter Parker was just, like, a benign douchebag. Yes. Like, it was the one played by, it was the main one, the one that uh, was- Jake everyone, Johnson. Uh, yeah, Peter, Jake Johnson. B, Peter B. Parker. 
Peter B. Parker. He was like, everyone called him slightly fat, and he was just kind of a, he was kind of like a low-key scumbag who was sad all the time. Yes. And like, which, you know, honestly, kind of Peter Parker. Oh, yeah. Low-key scumbag, doesn't mean to be one, low-key scumbag, who just gets shat on all the time. (laughs) And I just, I love, I love that that's the one they chose. Yes. And I love that he went to the universe where Spider-Man was perfect and was happy and got everything he wanted. <laughs> and it's just like, that movie is so good. Yes, it is. Oh my god, I love it so much. Um, I want, I hope that that movie was like a backdoor pilot, quote-unquote, just so we could get, because I want a Spider-Man noir. Oh, with, uh, with, with Nicolas Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah, I want that so badly. Spider-Man Noir is also one of my favorite Spider-Mans. Yes, maybe maybe a Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham movie. Because I thought um, Mulaney was really good playing uh, Spider-Ham. I'm going to admit something here. Not a big fan of Spider-Ham. Okay. Like, like I don't hate him. Uh-huh. Just not a big fan. Okay. You know. It's just... That's no, why I wasn't crazy about SPDR in that same movie. <sighs> so, one of, my, one of my friends kind of pointed something out. Um, who, you know, is Asian and everything. Uh-huh. And he's just kind of tired of, like, he's Japanese, I should say, sorry. Right. He's just kind of tired of, like, the Japanese character always being portrayed as, like, anime. Yeah. And, like, that's a valid, that's a real valid thing. And, I mean, certainly her comics counterpart is also anime, but in a more subtle fashion. Yeah, it's more subtle. Also written by, also he, she was created by uh, Gerard Way. Yes. Who is my internal crush from t- childhood. <laughs> so, but, but yeah, um, so Into the Spider-Verse is a good movie. Watch it. Like the last like 20 minutes or so is one of the, one of the most like intense, intensely different and uh, like animation style I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't really, by the time this comes out, it will be out of, theaters but like just the animation in it is like new like i've never seen animation like that no it feels very off the pages of comic books while also being cartoony like it has a flow to it while also feeling like you can just take a screen like a screen grab of it and it'll look like it's out of a comic book yes it's like i don't know just give like sony don't try to make live action spider-man stuff anymore just give it all to them but yeah, sorry. We're talking to talk about Peter B. Parker now. <laughs> and his middle name is B. This does not give his middle name, but we, it's possible we didn't re- learn this until later, but it's Peter Benjamin Parker. Of course, yeah. But uh, yeah, so, so yeah, we talked about the, I mean, some of the stuff we love about Peter Parker. Uh, let's talk about some of the weird stories. Okay. So what is your favorite, like, weird story? Oh, there's lots of them. Oh, there are lots. Uh, let's see. There's the issue where uh, Peter Parker, who is a known teetotaler, uh, inadvertently drinks some spiked punch at a party and fights the hobgoblin while drunk. I really like that. That's really good. I need to know what that's in. What what issue that, that is. is? Oh, that is a Web of Spider-Man issue. Web of Spider-Man 38. Fabian Nicieza and Alex Saviak. Do you think they're going to revive a web of Spider-Man? Uh, maybe not imme- because right now they've just they're just launching uh Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Uh oh, it's uh it's Tom Taylor. Uh he just did X-Men Red 
Um, he did those Injustice books for DC. Um, and the artist is Juan Cabal, who I, I recognize the name. I'm not sure. Uh, he did a uh, fair. He did a bunch of all new Wolverine, and also the new X twenty three book. Okay, um, I have not read any X Men for the last few few years. Okay, so. so you probably wouldn't know Tom Taylor, but I've enjoyed the stuff that he's done. He's uh, he's Aust- I read some of the Injustice. Okay, he's Australian, I believe. Well, um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to, I think we're in a good era of, like, I'm going to admit this as well. I feel like there's a lot of, like, Spider-Man is like a boom or bust comic, I think. Mm. Like, I think it's either, like, amazing, like, super, well, amazing or spectacular. (laughs) But then it gets, but sometimes it gets, like, real repetitive and boring. Mm. Like, I feel like it raises and lowers. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'll always read it. Oh, yeah. It's never, like, bad. No, it's it's rare that Spider-Man has been like outright bad for an extended period of time. I think maybe the last time it was that way would be maybe maybe around the turn of the century, like uh, when they relaunched the books with um Howard Mackey and John Byrne. That was some bad Spider-Man. So like and I I would argue, I would argue that Clone Saga was bad. Yeah, but, that's probably like, also but- true. But I think it gets worse when you look at it overall. Mm-hmm. Like, I think issue to issue, like, they're probably, like, mostly meh. But when you look over the overview, it's bad. Although, I mean, you have some bright... I mean, you had some, like, real talents writing for the uh, spider books. I mean, you had James DeMatteis for writing uh, writing Amazing for the first half of it or so. And then a bunch of Tom DeFalco in there, too. Which, Tom DeFalco is, like, one of those, like, I can either take him or just, like, don't want to read any of it. He's, yeah, he's a real love him or loathe him kind of writer. I love him, but... uh, I don't know. Like, I read read a lot of that, like, Fantastic Four run. I would say it's probably not his best work. No, Uh, it's awful. I really like like Spider-Girl. Yeah. 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 And I I think his Spider-Man is also very good. See, I haven't read a lot of his Spider-Man. Like, for, like, I don't have a lot of knowledge of spider-man like past the 60s mm-hmm. and then like i know a lot recent recent stuff but like i have a huge gap in spider-man knowledge oh, well that's why you keep me around yeah exactly so um i think i think one of my favorite weird stories about spider-man is i forget what led up to it i just remember it slightly traumatizing me as a child i think he was like taken over by like a spider spirit and then turns to a spider and then birthed himself yes that is in um the arc that introduced uh adriana soria the queen who uh was the main villain of spider island oh yeah and she has a ridiculous origin where she was part of she was like the first female u.s marine and she was part of radiation experiments during world war ii that gave her control over insects which somehow also means control over spiders and then she can also control people who have an insect gene and then, yeah, she ends up kissing Spider-Man and infecting him with a virus that turns him first into, like, a man spider, then into an actual spider, which is pregnant, and then the spider dies giving birth to Peter Parker. That's actually how they gave him organic web shooters to line oh. up with the movie. Yeah, and then they, like, retconned that. How did they retcon it? I think they just kind of dried up and went away. I don't like that. It wasn't great. I I I prefer I prefer mechanical shooters as do shooters. I. Uh, so 
because like it's a built-in deus ex machina or um or like uh uh-oh so like because you could be like oh i ran out of web fluid and then make trouble for him oh yeah or like or like his web shooters get destroyed or in a recent issue of amazing spider-man they were stolen yeah they were stolen I I really like that those issues. I am really enjoying this uh, this Nick Spencer run on Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, it almost makes up for how much of a baby he was about Nazi Cap. Yeah, almost, almost. <laughs> if he if he does like a year of really good Spider-Man, I'll forgive him. I mean, as you can imagine, my favorite issue was of course the one with the uh, Spider-Man themed bar trivia night at the bar with no name. There is uh. The uh, the story with the commuter, which is an '80s Peter David issue, in which Spider-Man pursues a criminal known as the commuter to the suburbs, and soon finds that he is poorly suited for getting around the suburbs because there are no buildings, and when he tries to swing from trees, they just end up breaking, and then a bunch of like he's got housewives hitting on him, dogs are barking at him, a kid offers to lend him his big wheel. That's a, that feels very Peter David. It's very Peter David. Oh, that sounds good as well. Uh, let me think. What else is there? This is a weird one, but go. This is more recent. You might remember this one. Um, this is when Peter was working at Horizon Labs, and one of his coworkers invented the time door, which allows him to see into the into the next day. And he does so, and sees that New York has been totally destroyed, and so he. They have a copy of tomorrow's newspaper, and so they have to figure out what he what happened that resulted in New York exploding. It's kind of Dan Slott writing a uh, a Doctor Who episode. Okay. okay. And this was some time before he did Silver Surfer, which is Dan Slott writing a couple seasons of Doctor Who. So yeah, I'm not really going to be going over like his origin story. He got bit. His uncle died. Now he fights crime. And he fights a lot of like people who are you know. Lizard based. A lot of animal people, um, a bunch of Halloween themed people, some guys who are just kind of sciencey. Like he I feel like he has he does have like a one of the better rogues galleries. I would I argue the best. Definitely the best in Marvel, and I would put him over Batman as well. I would put him over Batman as well. Um, mostly because like I feel like even like his Z listers are way more interesting. Yes. Um, that being said, like, like Batman does have some really good villains. Oh, sure. I mean, I'm not saying they're bad or anything. I'm just saying Spider-Man is the best, just as he's the best superhero. So let's talk about some of his evolution, I think, over the years. Okay. Because I think one of the, the really good, like, recent change, like, I mean, I think like last year, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Well, by last year, I mean the year before or early 2018. Uh, it was a Chip Zdarsky the uh chip sadarsky um right that was like last year year before ish yeah yeah but it was a um issue where spider-man has dinner with jonah oh and it's, yes uh my dinner with jonah mm, that is a great issue it's a great issue and by the end of that issue jonah becomes the biggest spider-man fan like ever yes like he changes his mind completely about spider-man and I think in one of the most recent episodes, he's doing a podcast where it's basically just him talking about how great Spider-Man is. That's right. And that has continued on into the uh, the current Amazing Spider-Man. 
Yeah, and it's and it's a thing that is it's really interesting because like Jonah J uh, J J J. Mm. I don't think he's a bad guy. No. He's not a bad guy. He's very passionate and he just he wants what's best for like I guess New York for the most part. And I mean I think the best Jameson story is centered around the fact that he there is some inherent decency in him. I mean, even that first uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie, you know, he's very, you know, blustery, cheap, hates Spider-Man for no reason. But there's also that scene where the uh, Green Goblin's got him by the throat and he's asking, you know, who sends you the pictures of Spider-Man and Jameson isn't giving up Peter Parker. Yeah. And I think, and like right now, like uh, old Triple J, he's basically, uh, like he's ba- like he's not like a what's I, I don't want to say oracle because he's not like the he's not like he's like a much less helpful oracle who's also yes. old like uh like if like let's say like uh diggle and um the flash or no arrow right arrow in the arrow like not as good but very useful yeah i mean um uh, maybe, maybe a commissioner gordon ish although i guess he doesn't know who batman is or at least yeah. Kind of doesn't, maybe. Well, I don't know. I think they changed that fairly. I recently. think it's occasionally... I mean, I'm not up with DC, current DC at all. I think sometimes it's implied that he kind of knows. Well, but... I think... I know, like, he was Batman. Right. For a while, Commissioner Gordon. So I think he knows. I think he's part of the Bat family. And they often did that with uh, with Joe Robertson at the Bugle, where it was strongly implied that he knew Peter was Spider-Man, but obviously wouldn't tell anybody. But I do like the direction they're taking Spider-Man comics right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very strong, like, it's very strong for a uh, something that was dominated by Dan Slott for so long. Yes, and I mean, I like Dan Slott, but I think it was time for a change. Uh, 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 like, I kind of stopped reading Spider-Man for a long time until, um, like, the end of the world thing where, like, where... Um, oh, uh, Ends of the Earth with... Uh, ends of the Earth, yeah. Right. With... Where uh, where uh, Doc Ock, quote unquote, dies, right? Um, and I stopped reading, like in the middle of that. But then, little did I know, like a few issues after I stopped reading, Superior Spider-Man would start up, and it'd be like one of my favorite Spider-Man runs. Hmm. And then I think uh, I wasn't crazy about the Parker Industry stuff. I think it had its moments. And then I think his last story, Go Down Swing with the Red Goblin, was really good. So. I didn't like a lot of the stuff okay. with Parker Industries. I mm-hmm. don't know why. It just rubbed me wrong, so I right. stopped reading. Mm-hmm. And I started up again after the end mm-hmm. of the run right. with uh, Starsky and Nick Spencer. Right. And I've been enjoying it a lot. Because uh, in the first issue of The uh, Amazing Spider-Man with Nick Spencer, um, Peter, well, Peter basically splits himself. So you have the power and responsibility, mm-hmm. but not together. Right. And he fights the Tri-Sentinel. Yes. <laughs> and and it's just like, it is Spider-Man and, well, the Spider-Man part of him, not the Peter Parker side mm-hmm. of him. Like, he manages to, he manages to, like, kind of take control of the Tri-Sentinel. <laughs> and he's just going around with a giant robot, like, beating up people and just knocking buildings down. <laughs> just having the time of his life. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so good. And, it's good comics. And actually, 
And actually, one thing that I'm really enjoying about this run is that there's a mystery villain. I love a good mystery villain. Like, okay, so I'm pretty sure you saw who it was. Like, I had the, like, centipede and everything. Like, the centipede guy. I don't know who it is, though. So it's not an established villain? Not an established villain. No, it's a mystery guy. Okay, I was like, like, when they showed him, I'm just like, is this supposed to be a guy people know? Yeah, no, it is a, they've been kind of like, like, he knows that Peter is Spider-Man, but we don't know anything about him. Except that he apparently has some sort of demonic bug powers. Okay, well, I'm glad I was vindicated by not yeah. knowing. Yeah, no, no, he's a total mystery. We don't even know, like, his villain name. Like, the guys on the Spider-Man forums have just been calling him, like, Centipede Guy. Okay, well, good job, Nick Spencer. Yeah. You got everyone intrigued about a mystery guy. That's right. Those are only half good most of the time. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big sucker for them. The Hobgoblin, uh, Menace... The original Green Goblin. Yeah. Well, um, I know this feels like kind of a disjointed episode and everything, but like Spider-Man's good, and I feel like I feel like there's so much, it's kind of hard to like narrow them down. Yeah, it's hard to sum up Spider-Man in. I mean, I I guess if you want a good summation of Spider-Man, I recommend going out to see Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which is an excellent summation of Spider-Man and his key themes in a mere two-hour movie. Yes, it's actually, that is a good summation. Um, but we're not talking about that one. Uh, no. We're talking about just uh, good old Peter B. Parker. Um, so, what's your favorite alternate version of Spider-Man? Ooh, my favorite alternate version of Spider-Man. And I, I'm going to say non-616. Right. Hmm. That is a good question. Uh, can, can, uh, does it have to be a Spider-Man? Because I'm a big fan, fan oh. of uh, Mayday Parker. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say at this point, I think Spider-Man is more of just like a, like a, like an adjective. Yeah. At this point. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter. It's like kind of how like I use the word boys. Yes. It, does, it doesn't, doesn't really mean a gender mm. or anything. You're, you're a Spider-Man or a Spider-Woman doesn't really matter of course i am also very fond of uh spider-man 2099 uh, yeah he, like whenever whenever i want to say that though like i feel like i'm being like a poser somehow <laughs> oh you haven't read the original peter david run i read quite a bit of i mean it. it is good i don't remember a lot of it though because i read it when i was real young yeah and i mean <laughs> a lot of the uh the, the cyber punky cyber punky stuff is is a little dated but uh great costume a great costume also if you want to play i'm not gonna say a great game i'm gonna say a fun game featuring uh featuring spider-man 99 uh play the shatter dimensions game uh also written by dan slot it was a pretty good game and, and i think that definitely inspired um into the spider-verse because he later drew on that when he wrote the spider-verse event yeah, so I'm I'm gonna say I think my favorite one might be Spider-Man Noir. Mm, that is a good uh, book. It's it first off, it's a really good book. I think it's honestly one of the only noir books that I think that kind of holds up. Mm. Gonna say that, like I read Wolverine Noir, um, Luke Cage Noir. Oh right, I forgot there was Luke Cage Noir. I think there's an X-Men Noir. Possibly X-Men a, Noir. Is there an Iron Man Noir? I don't think there is. Okay. Uh, but, like, Spider-Man Noir kind of stands out because, 
like something about like a prohibition era like spider-man who's not afraid to just straight up shoot someone mm-hmm. it's like kind of fun also oh, well, like there there was an iron man noir a daredevil noir and a punisher noir I feel like Punisher could be in just about any era. I mean, he's just a guy with a skull on his shirt who shoots people. Yeah. Uh. But, but, but like, uh, but like, out of all the noir books, which are, again, really, which is fun. It's a universe that I want more character. Like, I would almost be fun to just have a, a writer kind of live in that universe a little bit more. Like the Prohibition era stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you can get out of it. But I feel like another visit to it would be fun. I would definitely enjoy that. But but I think Spider-Man Noir is probably my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, like it, and until until like he got involved with a lot of other Spider-Mans and women's, mm-hmm. um, he didn't really do web shooting. Like no. he just kind of climbed, he climbed around, and like he just kind of snuck up to people. It it's stuff and. Like, he didn't have web shooters. No. And I think even when, and like, and like it was more like a, like, did he have like a spider totem thing almost? Yes, he was, uh, he basically got his powers from like an artifact that uh, Norman Osborn had stolen. It had my favorite version of the vulture. Oh, was it was just like, just like a, a deranged uh, carnival geek. No, a cannibal. Cannibal, cannibal geek, yes. cannibal carnival geek who loved eating children. Yes, <laughs> um, and it's just uh, Spider-Man Noir is pretty good. Um, I also like the I forget if he has a name. It might be Spider Assassin, but it's the uh, it's the uh, universe where instead of being uh, after Uncle Uncle Ben died, he ran away and was raised by Wolverine. Right, that's uh, the the assassin. Sp- I think they just call him Assassin Spider Man. But instead of web shooters, he has like web. He has like wrist guns. Yes, and and he's just like uh, real edgy, and, and because, I love him. And because it's comics, he can fire those without shattering his wrists every time. Well, he's still a he's still a you know a genius. Kid. This is true. But and and then my I think my favorite my favorite Spider Man, and I and I only say this because it's Spider Man related. I think it might be Agent Venom. Yes. Agent Venom is amazing, and I'm so sad that they killed off Flash Thompson. Yeah, I mean, he'll probably be back eventually, but uh, I will say the current Venom book is very good. Like it, and I don't want to like it because I don't like Eddie Brock. Yeah, it's certainly done more to make me like Eddie Brock than a lot of things. Because one of the things about, one of the things about, like, Venom is, like, it has to be a real damn good story for it to, like, for me to actually like him a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. And the current the current run is really good. Yes. Um, I think right now he's heading to San Francisco. Yes. And he's probably going to meet up with like uh, all the weird like '90s like Lethal Protector. Yes. Uh, Venoms. Oh, speaking of, I actually kind of like the uh, the Venomize or Edge of the Venomverse or the Venomverse. Yeah, that had its moments. So it like it was not bad. Like no. I liked it, mm-hmm. and I liked the the Venomized book as well. Yeah, there's a lot of good Venom comic uh, comics out there. There are, which is which is weird because I don't think there's been good Venom comics for very <laughs> like almost ever. Really, yeah. But we have good Venom comics now. We live in a good time for comics. I think we At least certainly do. 
um i like i think it's good that bendis doesn't have a lot of like sway in marvel anymore because he's working for yeah, DC. he's all at dc now he's all dc and apparently yeah. people like a, a superman book which yeah. is good because like you know i want bendis to be a good writer he just kind of been slipping lately yeah <laughs> although i will say i really liked infamous iron man a lot hmm. infamous iron man was like a bright spot for me yeah but yeah, uh, I think we're pretty much done talking right. about but talk about Spider Man. So, is there like any last thing you can think about? Um, that uh, that that with that with great power must always come great responsibility. Yep. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go lift up a, a giant pile of rubble. Yep, I'm gonna. People are gonna forget that I'm super strong, and then write me like I won't punch through these mooks if I punch <laughs> them. <laughs> Oh, that was one of the things that I really liked in the, uh, one of the things I really liked in the Shocker entry is, I think they may have been making this up, I can't, I haven't read the comic, but, uh, Spider-Man, like, just punches, like, Shocker super hard, and he's just, like, and, and they mentioned, like, Spider-Man knowing that his suit can protect him from force punched him really hard. But I think they may have just put that in there. <laughs> because, like, people forget Spider-Man's really strong a lot of times. Yes. And, like, honestly, he should be punching and kicking through most of his villains. <laughs> if he's trying at all to punch them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you figure he's holding back when he's fighting guys like the Enforcers or the Tarantula. Like, yeah, Hammerhead. But, yeah, but still... Like, he's really strong. <laughs> yes. Which is why I like, which is what I like the, with the Marvel Studios version of Spider-Man, the Tom Holland, besides me, like, having an immense crush on him. Uh, but, like, I love how, like, one of the first instances you see him fight, like, the Winter Soldier goes to punch him, he catches it, and then, like, moving it around, just like, this is really cool. <laughs> like, and I love that. I mean, listen, if you're wondering, you know, is he strong? You know, listen, he's... bud. He's got radioactive blood. <laughs> okay, we're gonna just end the episode. And, uh, yeah, let's do your plugs. Alright, so, uh, if you want to know even more about Spider-Man, I have uh, recently participated in, uh, along with the rest of the Marvel Handbook team, in the Spider-Geddon Handbook. Uh, it is a guide to uh, all manner of multiversal Spider-Man, and includes a massive multi-page almost 10-year spanning update uh, profile for the main universe of Spider-Man, written by me, which almost drove me to the brink of madness. I can imagine. A lot of Spider-Man books. So many. I don't, I like, I I don't envy your, uh, you needing to condense decades worth of, uh, information down oh, into oh it was a lot especially if you just you know you can't just say and this happened and then this this other thing happened uh, and then he fought the rhino what is okay so what is one of the things you had to like heavily edit for sake of brevity okay let's see i mean i i really had to uh spider-verse i had to really cut down especially because there is a profile for the inheritors in that same book which covers a lot of the same territory um, essentially, it just, I just write that, you know, Spider-Man was in this conflict and ultimately prevailed. 
Okay, I need to I need to get that. By the way, um, I, I feel like I'm a bad friend. Hey, available in uh, comic stores and digitally. Ooh, I'll probably get a physical version of it. And or uh, of course it'll uh, soon be on the uh, well in a few months it'll be on the uh, Marvel Unlimited. Ooh, like how how much how how long is the the lag is... period? Six months. No, 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 no. The uh, the the handbook. Oh, um, sixty-four, uh, sixty-four pages. Uh, sixty-four pages. Yes. Yeah. So my name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about. I also have a cryptid of my own, which is a cat with four thumbs, Dexter. If you want to look at pictures of him, you could go to, uh, out that marvelous mooch on Instagram. And while you're there, you might as well head over to the Instagram for Alphabet Flight, which is, well, Alphabet Flight. That's where you can see the uh, picture of the character we're talking about, as well as uh, as well as have like a little audiogram. I uh, also uh, throw up that picture on my Facebook group, HodgePod Group, or the or my Twitter account at Alphabet Flight. Um, I also have a Patreon where we, where if I get $25 a month, I will do an extra episode a week where I talk about a pet uh, of uh, Marvel pets in the Marvel Pets Handbook. Uh, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Madcap show you how truly meaningless life is. Good night. Good night. Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man, welcome fame, he's ignored, action is his reward to him, life is a great big hang-up, wherever there's a hang-up, you'll find a Spider-Man.